With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, every Thursday we go to the MGM National Harbor to hook up with our lead analyst, Warren Sharp, at the BetMGM Sportsbook and Lounge there. Good to see you, Warren. Let's dance. We got a Thursday nighter in Charlotte with the Falcons and Panthers. They played a ridiculous game a few weeks ago in Hot Town at the Benz with a wild finish that ended up going to overtime, and the Falcons got lucky and escaped. What are you looking at for tonight? I'm thinking we're going to see some rain. And first, obviously, when you're handicapping games and you're betting on games, you better do two things. You better handicap the weather and you better handicap the injuries. Those are two things that are easy to overlook and get wrong if you don't pay close enough attention to them. And here we've got some significant weather potential. We've got rain, light rain, some medium rain, and also some wind that could gust upwards of mid to upper 20s by the time that this game is over with. And so as a result, I'm looking at a team like the Atlanta Falcons. Marcus Mariota doesn't throw the ball very much at all. Last time that they played the Carolina Panthers, they had success running the ball. All the Atlanta Falcons and their head coach Arthur Smith have to do is press rewind on the game that they watched the Carolina Panthers play last week against the Cincinnati Bengals to see Joe Mixon run hog wild all over this run defense. I expect the Atlanta Falcons to have some success running the football, but I don't really expect them turning to the air that much and having Marcus Mariota throw the football down the field. And that's why I have been getting involved, as it, as have a lot of other sharp guys, on betting some of the passing unders for the Atlanta Falcons and even for P.J. Walker, too, on that side of the football because, I mean, look, he wasn't all that efficient against the Atlanta Falcons in the first game. He was fine but not great. Last week, he was obviously an utter disaster and was yanked at halftime. And I'm not so sure in the rain he's going to perform miracles down in Carolina tonight either. So, I mean, uh, when you see uh, this guy, I I have to ask you, because we talked about it earlier, uh, why, you know, I get it. They're four and four, whatever. They're in the thick of it in the South, or at least they think they are. uh, And this guy... Art Smith won't go to this kid, Ritter. They're not going to play him the whole year. Is that the plan? Draft him and then never play him when you have a quarterback that can't throw the ball? I'm not sure exactly what the long-term plan is. I haven't heard Arthur Smith for a while talk about whether or not they're going to turn to Ritter. But I actually, you know, Scott, I would expect them to not throw the ball with Ritter there either. I don't know that he's hesitant to let Marcus Mario to throw the football. What he's trying to do is establish this offense that – cuts against the grain from what every other team does. You know, you think about the Baltimore Ravens and how their offense with Lamar Jackson was a style of offense that teams had to prepare totally different for. Um, And I really do feel like what Arthur Smith believes is that when he drops back to throw the football, he's giving up some upside and attacking defenses that aren't really built to stop the run game, especially their creative run game, especially their explosive run game. And as a result, he's a little bit leery to do that. Um, Of course, maybe if he had Tom Brady back there, maybe that changes some things. Brady of a couple of years ago, of course. Maybe if he had Patrick Mahomes, that changes some things. But I don't know that Desmond Ritter 
inserting into the game is going to make him say, oh yeah, let's just pass the ball a ton. I think this is Arthur Smith's offense, especially for 2022, and he'll play Desmond Ritter when I guess the team has been eliminated from playoff contention is my guess. Yeah, I, they can't win with a, a quarterback that can't throw the ball. This is the NFL. And I, I want to welcome our radio affiliate, Sirius Sports Map, Sports Byline. We're talking to Warren Sharp at the National Harbor. Now, let me uh, ask you, uh, I think the key for me in this game is get the ball to Patterson because he's the only one, in my view, because they don't throw it to Pitts. They don't throw it to London. Uh, they're the, it's the dullest offense I ever saw in my life unless they give the ball to Patterson. I, I was actually impressed by their backup running backs in their stead. I thought the rushing attack would drop off a little bit more. Silly me for thinking that running backs actually matter that much. I mean, they still got a lot of success and upside out of the other guys. But you're right. They don't make the actual difference in terms of some of the explosions, some of the big-time upside that does Patterson. Patterson is a freak. I mean, he is extremely gifted at what he does and the way that he's able to uh, achieve success on the ground and, and burst through those holes and carry defenders on his back at times. And so for all of those reasons, I'm excited that he's healthy. I'm excited that he's back and I'm looking forward to watching his performance here uh, in this game tonight. Let me ask you about your one game parlay, Warren. People want to know that's all they're clamoring for. They're like, give us the Warren Sharp one game parlay. I'm like, all right, I got you. Let's do it. Yeah, well, look, here's the thing. The one-game parlay, you if you lose one leg, you get your money back. And you can use this every single day. So the reason we're doing it tonight is so that tomorrow you can go back in and place another one of these uh, for Sunday's games. Tonight, I like the first half to go under. I like both of these quarterbacks to go under their yardage totals. You can go and use the dial and pick which yardage total that you want to get the increase, the juice to your liking. But I like both these guys to go under their total. And you can also pick, will there be a fumble? And I think with these conditions and the way these teams run the ball and try to handle the ball, there will be a fumble. So those are the four legs that I like. Uh, you can combine them, and if one of them loses, you get your money back. When we come back, we'll start hitting the other games. The game in Munich with Seattle and Tampa. Tampa's favored somehow. Dallas and Green Bay, Jacksonville, Kansas City. We're talking to Warren Sharp, our lead analyst on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night. Student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. No wonder our ratings are up 80%. We have Warren Sharp on Thursdays for an hour, styling with Pharrell from the BetMGM Sportsbook at the MGM National Harbor. It's just clockwork orange every Thursday in the 4 o'clock Eastern hour, 1 o'clock in the West. You can count on Warren. 
He gives you more inside skinny than anyone in history. Uh, let's talk about Seattle and Tampa in Munich, Germany. I got to tell you, Warren, the Seahawks, to me, are playing way better football than the Tampa Bay Bucks. I am not buying the Bucks because they stole that win last week. That was Brady getting it done. I thought they looked lousy that whole game. Like every other week, they've looked terrible. Yeah, well, thank goodness the team still believe in prevent defense, right, Scott? I mean, like, think yeah. about the, the way that that defense was playing. They were giving up the sidelines. They were allowing Brady to march the ball down the field. I, I, I lost nothing on that game with that drive, so I have no issue with it. Uh, it was fun to watch Brady do that, but the reality is, I mean, that team looked terrible last week against the Rams. The Rams looked terrible as well. That was a gross game, a great underbet. Uh, but now you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going over to Germany. I know that the Seahawks are also traveling over there. It sounds like there might be like this hidden contingent of pro Seahawks backers hiding out in Germany uh, that are all of a sudden going to come out for this game. I, I've, I've heard there's going to be overwhelming fans that are going to be uh, rooting for the Seattle Seahawks. So it's going to be fun to see uh, how that goes. But look, the one biggest thing for me in this game, Scott, it sounds it's going to sound really ridiculous, but Akeem Hicks, that's the, that's the biggest thing for me because the Seattle Seahawks want to try to run the football with Kenneth Walker, and Kenneth Walker is a stud, and he breaks a lot of long runs, but he's not that successful. He's, he'll have a two-yard run, a three-yard run, a four-yard run, and then try to break a 15-yard run, and then he'll go back to having some unsuccessful runs. Every single time that I used to bet on the Chicago Bears, when Akeem Hicks played in Chicago, I always had to see, is Hicks up or is Hicks down? Because I'm not looking to back the Chicago Bears if Hicks is down. This run defense is night and day different with and without Hicks. And that's holding true in this game down in, uh, down in Tampa so far this season. I'll read off some of these splits for you real quick. When Akeem Hicks is on the field, this defense is allowing 3.7 yards per carry and 0.5 yards before contact per rush. When he's off the field, this defense is allowing 4.8 yards per carry and 1.4 yards per contact per rush. Let's put some contacts between the context in those numbers. 1.4 yards before contact per rush is the NFL average. The best team in the league is 0.76, and when he's on the field, they're all the way down at 0.5. They move from an average team to way better than any other team in the league. When Hicks is on the field, he's up and he's playing in this game. I think that's going to factor in. I think that the Seattle Seahawks may need to turn to Geno Smith earlier and more frequently to throw the ball to move it against this uh, Tampa Bay defense now that Akeem Hicks is back in the lineup. Listen, I, I don't, th those are fascinating numbers, uh, and I don't refute any of it. I'm not going to argue with what he's able to do defensively. But I'll say this, uh, even that crappy Rams offense, and you have to admit, Stafford's been awful. That team's awful. Their season's over. They're not going anywhere. But he threw the ball all over them all day. And I was sitting there going, like, where has this been all year? Where has this been all year? They couldn't score, but they were throwing it to Cup wherever he was. It was working everywhere. My point is, is that Gino has been great this year throwing the ball all over the field. Why wouldn't he just light up this Buccaneer secondary like everybody else has? Well, the Bucs are going to blitz at a fairly high rate, and Gino so far has handled that. So as long as he can handle the blitz, I do think he's going to have to pass the ball more frequently here. The game script may not be such that the, the, the Seattle Seahawks are up by 10 points in the fourth quarter and they can turn more to the run. Um, this run defense, like if, if Akeem Hicks wasn't there, I would think Kenneth Walker would have a nice set of success on this day. And the Bucks' run defense has been far disappointing compared to what we've seen out of this team last season. But this team is much different when Akeem Hicks is there. I do think Geno should have his share of success here. Uh, and I think Brady might struggle with the perimeter receivers because Seattle's been really locked down against perimeter receivers like Mike Evans on the outside. Uh, they're going to need to turn to Kate on their tight end, and I'm very concerned with the predictability that we're going to get on first downs. I mean, every single first down to start that game, you knew it was going to be a handoff to one of the running backs, whether it was Leonard Fournette or his backup, and that's what we saw time in and time out. Pete Carroll should be able to pick up on that. It should play the run on these first downs far more frequently and really limit those and force Tom Brady to continuously live in second and long and third and long situations. I don't know why Byron Leftwich believes in that, but he clearly does. I want to see this kid woolen against Evans. And I have to ask you this question. Do you believe that 
Mike Evans has had a bad season because I haven't seen him do anything. It's not a down season, but the receiver production is so closely tied to the quarterback production. I mean, Evans hasn't been 100%. He missed some time. When he came back, he was still healing. And now, even if he is 100%, Brady's not there. This O-line is still coalescing and, and getting back to kind of what it was. It's still never going to be what it was the last couple of years because there's been players that have left the team. Uh, but Mike Evans obviously is having a down year. I'm not sure anybody would argue otherwise. So Dallas is going into Lambeau Field, and the Packers have lost five in a row. And if Dallas doesn't beat them, I'm going to start asking questions because everybody else is beating them. No, they, they have. Um, and this game, the biggest thing for me in this game is the matchup between Aaron Rodgers and this pass rush. The Dallas Cowboys get pressure at a 44% clip, best in the NFL, not just this year, but over the last three years. Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball the shortest of any quarterback in the league and the quickest of any quarterback in the league. And that's before playing a pass rush like the Dallas Cowboys have. So you ask yourself, why are they doing that? You know, the, the Brian Windhorst meme where he's like pointing up, why would that be? Well, that would be because Aaron Rodgers is trying to go into self-preservation mode. He doesn't want to take the hits. He doesn't want to take the knockdowns. He's just trying to get the ball out of his hands to let somebody else have to worry about it. The problem with that, though, is that, yes, he's getting rid of the ball very quickly, and, yes, he's not hanging on to it and it's being thrown short, but those passes have no upside. Since week four, he has the worst uh, EPA per attempt on passes thrown within two seconds, and he's throwing the ball within two seconds on almost 50% of his dropbacks. So it's been a terrible offensive strategy. The problem is, you know, I would think that when you're going up against great pass defense like the Dallas Cowboys have with a great pass rush, you want to try to run the ball more. But I don't know that they're going to have a lot of success. Aaron Jones is dinged up. Maybe he goes. I'm not sure if he will. But I don't know that they're going to have a lot of success running the football in this game. And, and thus, I think the Dallas Cowboys should be able to run the ball themselves. They almost are the team, even though they're the dome team, that's more built for this weather because it's going to be cold there. Aaron Rodgers got a thumb injury. He's going to be dealing with that in cold weather. It's going to be like feels like temperature of below 32 degrees. Uh, I, I almost think that Dallas is better suited the way that they run the ball and stop the run for these conditions. I think they should be able to light up the Packers, uh, and it's just that simple. Jacksonville is going to Arrowhead to see Mahomes, and that is just not going to go well for them. No, it, it probably won't. Um, I don't have a lot of confidence in the Jacksonville Jaguars, the offense, and what they've been doing, the consistency out of Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you're not going to be able to come back 20, down 20 nothing and get a lot against a lot of teams like they were last week. I really do think that you got a referee in this game who calls things that favor points. We've seen this total get bet towards the over. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of back and forth in this game. I think the guys that got in on that over were smart. Anything before this game reaches 51 is a good bet, in my opinion. I think Travis Etienne is going to have some success on the ground here, be able to bust out some big explosive runs like he's been doing all season long. So that's the brightest spot for this Jaguars offense. But other than that, I really do look for the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes to continue to get this offense back on track now that they're facing a weaker defense here. I got to tell you, uh, for me, uh, and I said this earlier, in not so many words, that the Titans' game plan against the Chiefs is the blueprint for beating them. I thought they played terrific against Mahomes. They held him to 17 points. They win it on a field goal in overtime, just like the NFL likes to see it, and Mahomes on top. But I thought the Titans beat their ass all night. That's how you beat Kansas City more with Warren Sharp coming up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. 
Hey, look at you. Florist by day, student by night. Student by day, nurse by night. Since 1998, Penn State World Campus has led the charge in online education, offering access to more than 175 in-demand programs taught by our expert faculty. We offer flexible schedules, scholarships, and tuition plans to help you reach your educational goals online. Penn State World Campus delivers on your time. Click the ad or visit worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. That's worldcampus.psu.edu to learn more. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. All right, back to the BetMGM Sportsbook and Lounge at the MGM National Harbor with our lead NFL analyst, Warren Sharp, on a Thursday, per usual. Catch him every Thursday right here on SportsGrid TV, on all platforms, and on Sirius Channel 159, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Uh, always good to have Warren on Rock and the Skinny. Uh, let's start with on the Lions Share, brought to you by BetMGM with Minnesota and Buffalo. I mean, this is simple. Uh, Case Keenum's going to go, as you see him repping all day, number one on the practice field, and Allen for a second straight day isn't going. You saw him struggling mightily with that elbow on Sunday, rubbing his arm, couldn't throw the ball. He was. He looked like he had pain. That's all I needed to see. Yeah, well, we saw that, and the total still sat there at 48, some 48 and a half. The spread was still seven and a half. It wasn't until Monday afternoon that word started to get out. Now, fortunately, thanks to some of the connections that I have and that my group has, uh, I was contacted by somebody who had information suggesting that you know, all everything that we've now heard publicly, we got early. So we were able to get out in front. We were the ones, uh, me betting it and shipping it to clients at Sharp Football Analysis, were able to move this thing down to 46 and a half. Uh, the total continued to plummet. It's not under 43 and a half. It's not official that Keenum's going to be in there, but it absolutely must be the case. I mean, I don't know why it's taking this long. I, I, you know, you're not going to start Josh Allen having him take no reps and just having him rehab the arm or whatever he's doing to try to heal it up it's a big deal for a quarterback who's had this injury in the past and who needs to be at 100 percent in december and january not necessarily in early november now i like this under regardless of whether josh allen was up or not and that's because i think it is going to be a shock to the system of the minnesota vikings this team has played the third easiest schedule of opposing defenses on the season they played an easy schedule they've gone up against two teams that rank better than average defensively they scored seven points against the philadelphia eagles they scored 20 against the commanders seven of which came after an overthrow by Heineke was returned to the 12 and they punched it in. Uh, You take that away, they scored only 13 against the Commanders, the vast majority of that game. Now you're going up against this Buffalo Bills defense that is stout, that is very solid, that can stop the run, that ranks very good against tight ends. Number five defending tight ends, which is going to be important because of Hawkinson's insertion into this Minnesota Vikings offense. He was definitely a factor last week. Um, But it's important that they get Matt Milano back. I think this Buffalo Bills defense is going to have some success here. And I'm interested to see, this line isn't done moving yet, Scott. This line, even though you and I both believe that Josh Allen's not going to be there, this line is not done moving yet. And when it's officially announced, I believe it's going to be under the three that this the Buffalo Bills are going to be favored here with Case Keenum. So perhaps down to two and a half. And, and I have to ask you, uh, do you believe at seven and one, it sounded like you feel that based on who they've played and their schedule and their lack of productivity in these games said that you're not buying the Vikings as some, uh, you know, deep playoff run type team because they're going to win the North. And I predicted before the season they would win the North and topple the Packers. The Packers to me are finished. It's the Vikings world, but you don't sound like you're buying them. Well, I'm, I'm buying them like you are to make the playoffs, and I'm buying them like you are that once you're in that tournament, anything could happen. 
But in terms of right now today being an elite team, I don't really think that there are any elite teams in the NFL. So I'm going to knock them, but I can also knock the rest of the league. What I will say is their performance has been um, elevated. Their win-loss record has been enhanced thanks to a lot of luck going their way and a schedule that's broke their way as well. I mean, you look at it. They've played the last month. They've played teams uh, against the past that ranked number 31, number 30, number 25, and number 20. You know, now they're going to be going up against, over this next month, they're going to take on the number four defense of the Buffalo Bills, number one Dallas Cowboys, number five New England Patriots, and number six New York Jets. And we are now going to see if this offense is going to excel against a bunch of top seven, top six defenses. It's going to be fun to, you know, see how that unfolds. But I absolutely think that getting Hawkinson was a huge piece to the puzzle for them because Cousins loves to throw to tight ends, and that was a very severe weakness for this team. That's just uh, fascinating stuff, Warren. Let me ask you this question. When you saw what the Jets did to the Bills, uh, is there a blueprint now that teams are seeing a crack in their armor, uh, that there's a way you can beat the Bills? Well, the Buffalo Bills right now are not playing like the Bills were in 2021 or in 2020 when Brian Dayball was calling plays. We talked about it on this very show. That's why people need to tune in every single week. We were on the forefront of saying, yeah, the Bills are scoring, but the way that they're doing it is so different compared to last year, and it's not a sustainable model to continue to convert on third down. You need to bypass these uh, third downs. You need to be more efficient and explosive on early downs. And so this is a problem that was there for a while. I mean, they struggled against to put away the Green Bay Packers with a with a big lead, and we overlooked that a little bit, but, you know, things caught up with them once they turned the ball over against the Jets. I don't know that I would say that that's uh, necessarily a blueprint. The Jets do have a very good defense, but I'm worried about this defense of the Bills. That's my big concern. Not their offense right now, it's their defense. They're getting gouged in the ground on the run game, and for whatever reason, last week, they only played 16% too high shell defense. This is a team that lives in too high shell, like 50 to 60% usually. They were down at 16% last week. Was it because of all these injuries in the secondary? That might be the case, but they need to get some of these guys back and soon, so pay close attention to the Friday injury report for the Bills defense. All right, Warren, let's talk about the uh, game at Hard Rock with the Finns and the Browns. We had Mike McDaniel on the show earlier uh, just going on and on about how great the Browns are. All the more reason for me to be on the Dolphins. I think they're going to roll the Browns. How do you see this one in Miami? I, I think that we're in for a little bit of a surprise here with what this Browns offense might be able to do. And there's two main reasons why I think that that could be the case. Number one, the Dallas Cowboys, sorry, the Miami Dolphins have had 86 dropbacks on defense where they've tried to send pressure with a blitz but haven't actually recorded pressure on the opposing quarterback. That's the most in the NFL. No other team comes close. They cannot get pressure on quarterbacks, so they've been blitzing more and more and more as the weeks go by. And Jacoby Brissett has huge splits. When he's blitzed and the pressure hits home, he's a disaster. He's a double agent. But when he's blitzing, that pressure doesn't hit home. He has a lot of success down the field. And I think that that could be the case with Amari Cooper working the outside. I think that if Njoku is up, we'll see if he is. Check the Friday uh, injury report. He could have some success as well on some of these blitzes that don't end up hitting home. The other thing that go bodes well for Brissett is that the Miami Dolphins play a ton of man single high defense. They don't play cover two because they like to play man and blitz. Jacoby's terrible against two high shells, but he's really good against single high defense. And so he's not going to be going against too high. He's going to have success passing the ball. I think that they're going to struggle to run the ball to some extent. I'll never bet against Chubb because he's such a stud. But this Dolphins run defense is no joke. They limit explosive runs and they really do a good job of limiting overall efficiency. However, Though they may be good on the ground against running backs, they rank dead last in the NFL against passes thrown to running backs. And so I think Chubb in the air or Hunt in the air could have some success and move the chains for this Cleveland Browns attack that's off of a bye and has time to prepare. You look at what 
This uh, Miami Dolphins defense gave up last week. Yes, most of it was to a running quarterback. Those, those yards, don't expect Chubb to get those on the ground. Most of the rushing yardage that came for the Bears was because of Justin Fields. Uh, but I do think that they're going to have some success, the Cleveland Browns. Now, I'm not saying the Dolphins can't have success against the Browns as well. I think the Dolphins are going to be able to move the ball here as well. And I actually lean a little bit towards the over in the first half. But I think that there was some very sharp money that came in and was buying the Cleveland Browns at plus five, plus four and a half, plus four. And, and that's the side that I would be looking at here. Wow. All right. So what about the Texans and Giants and Snoopy and East Rutherford? Is this an opportunity for the Giants to uh, work out the kinks and get rolling again? Well, I don't know about get rolling. They are going to have some success here, especially after all the travel and the around the globe that they've had. They're going to look a lot better after a bye week. But the Houston Texans are off of a mini bye as well. You know, this is back in your day, my day, Scott, that Rapper's Delight. You know, that, that, that song, yeah. Rapper's Delight. Well, this is Rusher's Delight. We're going to see a lot of rushing success from both sides. The Houston Texans ranked dead last in the NFL since 2010 at yards after the contact per rushing attempt. They cannot stop anybody. And who's a tough guy to bring down is Saquon Barkley. I mean, he's going to get hit. And then after contact, he's going to be able to carry these guys down the field because they're so bad. And then yards before contact per rushing attempt, the New York Giants currently rank worse in the league and worse since 2016 for any rushing defense. I think we're going to see a lot of upside for the Houston Texans when they turn to run the ball with Pierce. I just think that we're going to have a lot of success with both these teams. I cannot believe that this total was posted at like 38, 38 and a half. That's the total you would post for like the Denver Broncos, you know, defense. Neither of these defenses are good enough to post a total like that. The Giants are a high risk, high reward. They're blitz, but they'll give up some things uh, when quarterback is able to connect down the field. We might get both of the receivers back for the Houston Texans to be determined in this game if Nico Collins can be back and Brandon Cooks can be back. But at a minimum, we know we're going to get success on the ground from both of these offenses. How much does that McKinney absence hurt him? I got 20 seconds. Whose absence? The McKinney, the kid that cut his wrist when he was down in Cabo for the Giants. Yeah. That's, that's definitely going to be a factor when you're trying to blitz as much as you are, which is what is the M.O. for the Giants and their defense. Uh, it's going to be a factor when you're down a critical defensive player on the back end of those blitzes. All right, we got a lot more coming up with Warren Sharp from the MGM National Harbor on SportsGrid TV. Go with us. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Chapter 1, Wayfair welcomes you to the neighborhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the neighborhood," she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. I always tell the guy when I go to get my ribs, Carver High knows, I pick up uh, slabs of ribs 
And uh, the guy said, uh, hey, Pharrell, how you doing? I said, did you get the BetMGM app yet? He said, what? I said, you get a $1,000 risk-free play if you use the bonus code Coast to Coast. He's like, do you want the ribs or not? I'm like, give me the ribs. So there you go, a 1000 buck risk-free play. Use the bonus code Coast to Coast. We're talking to Warren Sharp, our lead NFL analyst badass from the MGM National Harbor. And he's styling in the sportsbook right there. Fans are everywhere screaming his name. Here we go. Colts and Raiders. Jeff Saturday making his debut as uh, the coach of the Colts, as ridiculous as that may seem to people. And then Josh McDaniel's doing a great job out in Las Vegas since he got the job. I know some are wondering if this might be the last game for Josh McDaniels if he loses it. I'm hearing that there are a lot of there's a lot of consternation in the building right now. There's a lot of tensions are very high and we just saw a big line move in the marketplace and that was in large part because we saw the fact that both Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro are going on IR so they're not going to be available. Neither of them are going to be there. So it's like Devontae Adams and leftovers for Derek Carr to utilize at the receiver position here. Um, I'm not sure what to get out of this Indianapolis Colts team led by Jeff Saturday. But one thing I do know, this team has played three brutal defenses over the last three weeks. And they finally get to go up against the Raiders that ranked dead last in the NFL in overall defensive efficiency. I think the Colts, if they're going to have any sort of spark, any type of upside, it's going to be in this game. The problem is I'm looking for an angle how to how to take advantage of the fact that they don't have a person that's familiar with calling plays. Not only that, you don't have a person who's familiar with building up a game plan for the NFL, scripting things, working things in. What's the first 15? How are we going to attack them? What's our strategy going to be? So there's just too many questions. Um, and I hesitated. I didn't get on the Colts initially. You could have gotten six, six and a half. It was sitting there for so long. The announcement was made. The market didn't move. I mean, yes, the look-ahead line was different than the line on Sunday night. But Monday, this announcement came, and that line did not really change. The total was still at 42.5. The spread was still at 6, 6.5. Only today, based upon the news of Waller and Renfro, has this thing plummeted down to 4.5 in terms of the, uh, the line now favoring the Raiders. And the total is down to, I believe, 41.5. How do you get off throwing uh, the ball to Adams when you throw two bombs and he catches them wide open, scores touchdowns, you're up 17 zip and then you fold up shop and stop throwing to him. It really is unbelievable to me how bad they are. Well, a lot of this is coaching as well. I mean, it's not just execution. There's a coaching element to it as well. And um, I won't, I won't go into all the details, but let's just say uh, Josh McDaniels was not a coach that I was recommending for vacancies uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, Detroit and Chicago in the Windy City at Soldier Field. The Lions, believe it or not, are coming off a win. They beat the Packers. The Bears gave the Dolphins all they could handle, and Fields has looked frankly, spectacular in the last couple of weeks with all of his rushing and he's throwing the ball better. He had a huge double last week with the buck 78 on the ground and he threw the ball well. Do the Bears have a shot to keep improving even without Smith and Quinn? They do because they're leaning into this, which is what we suggested that they do, adopt something. It's fine if it's different. It's actually better if it's different because defenses don't face it frequently. And then lean into it all the way, and that's exactly what the Bears are doing here. But the one word of caution that I would put out there to everybody, probably the guys that are watching the details of the Bears every single week will realize this, but you know, if you look at the first six weeks and you look at the last three weeks and when this team's rocket ship up from an explosion in efficiency obviously comes because Justin Fields is running the ball but on early downs the efficiency weeks one to six versus seven to nine almost identical identical early down efficiency which is what we don't want to see we wanted to see their efficiency on early downs was much better how they have been moving the ball down the field why they are now scoring on 53 percent of their drives the best rate of any team in the entire NFL is because he is avoiding sacks on third downs. It's exclusively improvements on third downs, and it's basically entirely the fact that he's not taking the sacks, and instead he's getting out 
and turning those things into positive plays down the field with his legs scrambling, turning a sack and a punt into a first down, keeping drives alive. Um, and that's why they're now converting 55% of their third downs, which is third best in the NFL. Uh, it's not really a model that's sustainable. I would like to see him utilize his legs more on the early downs to try to avoid these third downs. Uh, but we'll see as time goes by. This is a very bad Detroit Lions defense that they have an opportunity against. The one concern I have for Jared Goff specifically is the weather. We know that he does not usually perform well in the cold. I have his stats, minus 0.36 EPA per attempt, 5.1 yards per attempt when temperatures are 40 degrees or less, zero touchdowns, five interceptions in the regular season in what I think is three or four games over the last five years. So a very small sample size, but the temperature should be lower than 40 degrees and he does not fare as well there in part due to playing in warm weather or domes in his past as well as his hand size struggles to deal with the ball in those types of conditions. We've talked a lot on in-game live all access when we do the games on Sunday, and I'm on one to four with Marinci about the kitty cat zone. That's inside the five-yard line. When teams get down to the two, one-yard line, it's been inexplicable to me this year how they can't score. They fumble, they get stopped, they settle for field goals. It's, it's a different world than the red zone from the 20 in. When they get inside the five, they get inside the three, it is choke city time, but not for the Tennessee Titans. You have some skinny on them, what they've been able to do in the kitty cat zone. When they get down inside the five, they handle their business. And they've got uh, Denver now uh, coming into Nissan in Smashville on Sunday. Yeah, and it looks like it was just announced that Ryan Tannehill is going to be back up. I'm sure that's factoring in on the screens as I'm trying to see him here at BetMGM as to what it's doing to the side in the total. Uh, but there's no doubt about it. This team is a team that's going to go through Derrick Henry, and it will, especially when Ryan Tannehill comes back, probably not at 100%. But the Tennessee Titans so good down inside of the red zone, scoring touchdowns every single time they get down there inside that kitty cat zone, as you alluded to. Um, this, the NFL has changed. The NFL teams now play a lot of zone, and they play two high shells, and they run, play with light boxes, and they don't blitz very much over the vast majority of the field. When you get down into the red zone, all of a sudden teams switch and they play a lot more man and they blitz a lot. And that's a change this season that we didn't see two, three years ago. And quarterbacks aren't used to that. Oh my God, now they're playing man coverage. Now this guy's blitzing. Who do I have to identify? And, and 80 yards to get to that point in time, they weren't dealing with that. Now all of a sudden it becomes a big stress factor for a lot of those quarterbacks, which is why we're seeing passing efficiency drop off dramatically down there inside the 10-yard line. It's crazy though, right? Like you've noticed it, right, Warren? You've seen what happens to these teams when they get to the one-yard line. I mean, it, it, when's the last time you saw one of them score on first or second down? It's always third or fourth down that they have to, uh, you know, go for it or fourth. They always end up kicking the field goal because they can't punch it in. Or I even saw Lawrence throw the pick at the one-yard line. I've seen everything happen uh, inside the three. It's crazy. Uh, it, it really is. Every time, It drives me nuts. Teams get down there and they can't score. Let's talk about the Saints and Steelers. And uh, it looks like T.J. Watt's going to be back. And I got to tell you, I'm still trying to figure out uh, Andy Dalton. No offense. I think he's awful. I can't stand watching this guy lose every game, give it away. I can't believe they don't at least try uh, famous Jameis when all you do is lose and a guy throws picks. I think the Steelers can beat them in Pittsburgh. I don't disagree on any of those points that you made. I think a coach should be borderline fired if he goes and starts Andy Dalton in a primetime game. Like if, if, he, if he turns in his lineup and Andy Dalton's on there, you know, an hour and a half before the game that he's going to be your starter, like you got to get this coach, tell him to go pack up his locker and tell him to get, you know, move, start boxing up his room because it's, it's inexplicable. And, and why they didn't just insert Jameis Winston into that when you saw Dalton fall apart like he did, which was so predictable, I don't know. But enough of the jokes the reality is i do think the pittsburgh steelers have a great opportunity here to win this game out right now i tweeted this out the other day it got a lot of uh, likes up in the pittsburgh realm that the pittsburgh steelers do you know the longest touchdown scott this year like how many yards away from the end zone was the longest touchdown that they've had 
don't don't get me started on the season ticket. Don't even get me started how bad they've been. I'm going to have a heart attack. yards away from the end zone. Uh, Not a single other team has had a touchdown that was from outside of the red zone, except for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They can't score unless they're inside of the 10-yard line so far this season. We're halfway through the season. In fact, no other team since at least 2000 has gone nine weeks without a touchdown from at least 15 yards out. The Steelers have not done that. Their longest touchdown is from eight yards away from the end zone. But I still think they've got an upside here to do this because I think their defense is going to step up with the insertion of T.J. Watt. I think that's going to really ignite a spark. I think they're changing up some things offensively, and I love the fact that they're coming out of a bye, maybe with a different approach, some different coaching for their quarterback. I can't get on this team, like buy into them, for as long as Matt Canada is their coordinator. But for one game, they might have an opportunity Uh here against the Saints. (laughs) He's the worst. I mean, my daughter on an Etch-A-Sketch could draw better plays than this guy. Uh, Arizona and the Rams. You got uh, you know, Kyler with a hammy. You got concussion protocol for Stafford. What a mess going into this game in Lipstick City. It is a total mess. And you know what's funny? Like, one of the reasons, and I just realized it, like, two days ago when I saw the announcements that Hard Knocks is going to be on TV with the in-season look at the Arizona Cardinals. I forgot about that for much of the season. I bet the Cardinals under before the season started under their win total. Love that bet. I think it's going to cash. But one of the reasons, one of the small reasons, was because I thought this team might implode with the spotlight of these cameras on HBO focusing on their every move all season long. I don't think they have the fortitude and the strength of character to perform well with those cameras around reporting on them uh, publicly every single week. And sure enough, this is why I think Kyler Murray's seen on the sidelines screaming at the Andre Hopkins and yelling at Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. It's, it's for the cameras that are now monitoring him all the time. I, I, I can't right. back this team whatsoever, uh, but the Rams are a train wreck as well. These two teams have fallen off big time, and it's almost appropriate that both quarterbacks are questionable to even go this week because uh, I don't know what's going to happen, and I can't advocate any betting position on either of these it, teams. I would advise yeah, diverting your eyeballs to something else. Yeah, you can watch that lousy show, and it's a, a jinx, that show. If you're on that show, you're going to have a bad season. Uh, real quick, 30 seconds, Chargers and Niners Sunday night. Uh, can the Chargers handle that big piece, that seven-piece? Some guys are lining up to grab those points. I am not one of them. I think it's a terrible matchup for the Chargers on both sides of the football. Wow. So you're all over the Niners here at Levi's. I'm not laying it with the Niners, but there's no way There's no way I'm taking the Chargers. They might get it done, and kudos to them. But I, I don't think their coaching holds up to this 49ers coaching, and I think the matchups in the trenches and at the skill position players are just terrible on both sides of the ball for them. All right, we'll look at the Eagles and Commanders next and wrap it up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Chapter 1, Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waberhood, she said, where Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trinsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus. Hmm? 
You're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Follow him on uh, Twitter at Sharp Football. I would uh, advise that for all the uh, pedestrians. Just follow Warren and all good things will come to a head for you uh, in terms of your action at the window. All right, Washington and Philly on the Monday Nighter, Warren, in Philadelphia at the link. The Eagles are unbeaten, and the Commanders gave it away to the Vikings last week. I blame that on ice-cold Heineken. Yes, I do. I do as well. I almost lost the plus three and a half because of ice cold Heineken as well. Uh, very frustrating game. They should have had an interception. I think it was going to be returned for a touchdown that would have put them off a phantom pass interference. I don't know. We won't get into it. Still covered to spread. Uh, but the bottom line for this game is this. One of the biggest things that I always talk about when we're talking about trying to win games in the NFL is you have to figure out a way to aggressively get out the gates quickly, to build a lead, to make your other opponent come and get you from behind. And sometimes they're able to do that, like what happened to Washington last week, and the Vikings came from behind and won. But most of the time, that's not going to happen. The problem is the Washington Commanders are scoring touchdowns at the lowest rate of any offense in the NFL in the first half of games, and the Philadelphia Eagles are scoring touchdowns at the highest rate of any offense in the first half of games. And so it's a terrible you know, a scenario where you're going to be probably in a hole at halftime trying to come back with ice-cold Heineken in the second half to try to score points here. I do like the fact that I think Washington might be able to run the ball a little bit. Jordan Davis's absence is a big deal for the Philadelphia Eagles' run defense, and I think that they're going to be able to slow down the rushing attack to some extent of the Philadelphia Eagles. But that said, that's really the only thing that I kind of lean to a little bit from a matchup perspective in liking the commanders here. The rest of it is going to be Jalen Hurts having a good opportunity to have success down the field early and often against this Washington Commanders secondary. Yeah, and Ice Cold Heineken's going to have his problems against Slay and Bradbury. That's all there is to it. Those guys are shut down. Warren, awesome skinny today. Incredible insight. Always a pleasure. Great job. We'll see you again next Thursday. Thanks so much, buddy. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, essential plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.